people are always so worried about the future. What if I don't have enough money to do this? What if it sucks? What if I fail? What if, what if, what if, but what if it did work? Welcome to the Self-Starter Podcast, a place where stories are shared from women, just like you, who left the colorless corporate world with an idea and a passion and ran with it to create the vibrant life they always wanted to live. My name is Megan Tobler, and every week, I'll be bringing real women to you to share their entrepreneurial journey in hopes of inspiring you to take the very first step of your own. Sometimes the hardest part is just to start. So come on, start today for you, start today for her, and become a self-starter. Let's go. Jacqueline, I'm super excited to have you today on my podcast. It's actually podcast number one, and it also happens to be my birthday, which I feel is very um, poetic, I would say. It, I feel like this is a re, like a new rebirth and very uh, spiritual, and I think that goes really much in line with who you are as a human. So um, would love to just have you introduce yourself, who you are, really what you do, and then we can dive into a little bit more of your journey. Um, first off, can we just wish you a happy freaking birthday? (laughs) Like for real, I think this is definitely, um, I don't even know the word to explain it, but the fact that like your first number one podcast and I get to be a part of it is on your birthday. Like that is fucking amazing. So hopefully you're allowing cursing in your podcast because that's a big part of me. Um, but happy birthday. I honestly am just so elated and I just feel uh, grateful that you asked me to, to be on your podcast, but yeah, I guess, um, going in to, to who I am, I'm so glad that we ended up crossing paths like way back when in, um, San Francisco, um, when we used to work together. But, um, as you mentioned, my name is Jacqueline Hurst and I'm born and raised right outside of New Orleans, Louisiana. And, uh, I stayed in Louisiana like pretty much my whole entire life. And um, come college time, I stayed in Louisiana for obviously like the in-state tuitions. That's the only reason why I didn't go out of state. So after I had graduated, I was like, get me the F out of here. I'm ready to like spread my wings and like do the damn thing and just like really learn a different perspective of life because in Southern Louisiana, um, it's just very different than the rest of the United States and really just the rest of the world. So Honestly, I feel like my whole journey really started when I left and decided to pick up all of my shit after college and just go live in California, not really knowing anyone. And honestly, it was one of the hardest things I did, but it was one of the most crucial things I did for my journey, uh, simply because I not only proved to myself, but also proved to um, my family that like you can get up and move and do whatever the F you wanted, no matter if like you had quote unquote support right in that moment or not. Um, but yeah, all of my past history, like it's sales, recruiting, talent acquisition, account management, but uh, fast forward about four years ago is when I really just dove head first into the health and wellness, fitness and yoga industry and um, decided to make that my life's work and passion. And Um, I believe everybody has potential within. And so really just my journey has been um, really dedicating my work and my life to helping others discover their true authentic self through movement, breath, and uh, expression. So that's currently what I'm on path-wise, journey-wise doing right now. 
I love that. And I feel like you, you breathe and you just breathe authenticity. So I think that that translates into who you are and what you do. Um, but with, uh, you mentioned the move to San Francisco and, and you also referred to, that's where we met. Um, we both worked for a tech company that was based in the Bay area. So we, we both were on a, a different path at that time. And so it was very, it's been very, um, rewarding to, to see your transition, but I'm curious what, what was it about kind of quote unquote, like the normal traditional path that really wasn't the right fit for you and what caused you to make that pivot? from the tech world to now um, really helping people live out their true authentic self? Mm. That is a great question. And honestly, it's, that is even a big part of my mission too, is um, empowering others to show that there is a different way of living instead of just like, okay, it's always like ingrained in our brain of like, okay, so we go to college, we pick a major that we don't necessarily know what the F we like want to do, right? And then we like go and get experience in this like nine to five or nine to six. Sometimes like we're working until like eight, 9 p.m. at night. And do I believe that is a really great experience? 100%. Um, you know, it gets people more confidence and you learn different ways of doing things. And pretty much all of the experience I have done has led up to this moment. But the ultimate kicker that made me change was, I was like, there has to be more to life than this. Like there has to be more than just sitting at this desk, acting like I'm doing work, just putting in the numbers just to get a paycheck. I was like, no, like there, there has to be more. And so I have always been a very, what's the word? Emotionally driven person. Cause I'm a cancer. <laughs> So I just believe that like you have to feel passionately, passionately about what you're doing um, every single day of your life because we're constantly being surrounded by the fact that like life is short. I mean, it's long, but it's short at the same time. So it's like, why not be bold and step into those shoes of wanting to be that authentic to you and do the things that are completely different to make life worth living. Yeah, you know, that, that, that makes absolute sense. And I feel like it's very relatable things that I've experienced and things that I know a lot of people um, elsewhere are experiencing too. But I'm curious, is there, was there a moment where you were sitting at your desk in San Francisco where you just knew that this was not, that this is not the life that you wanted to live? Uh, day one. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what happened? <laughs> um, well, granted, okay, so like I had jobs before that, right? And they were similar roles of like selling people on a product or a service and just like sitting at a desk. And it was just like the fact that I couldn't listen to music while I was drumming up like business, that was stupid. And like, who, who is someone to tell me how to be creative, right? Like me listening to music makes me creative, makes me more productive. And like, yeah. I think I forgot his name, Jeff. Well, oh, hopefully he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I think you're probably in the clear there. But I think Jeff, our manager, was that his name? Anyway, uh, at the time he just had such a, 
hand in the controlling of what we did. And honestly, I think that was like a ticking point and just made me angry. And I'm like, F you, like I want to do what the F I want. That's very empowering to, to yeah. know, to know what you want and also know how you operate best creatively um, and not let someone stop you from getting in that creative zone um, and not stop you from getting to, to where you are today too. So um, I know during that time, while you were at this company, you were also going through your yoga um, instructor training. So um, when did that become a, a full-time gig for you? Yeah, great question. Um, honestly, I feel like when I was working and in this teacher training at the same time, that was like giving me light, like at the end of the tunnel, I was like, okay, I can keep this job for like a little bit to keep me afloat. And, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do to get my education and get the knowledge for this training. Um, so it wasn't until like after I left e-club in San Francisco, I ended up moving to Dallas and working for a company full time there. And I hated that company way more than I did e-club. Not that I hated e-club. It was just like, it wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but after about a year, I was laid off 33, 33% of the company was laid off. And initially I was pissed off because it was a startup company. I was essentially talent acquisition. I was hiring everybody on mm -hmm. and I knew the owner, one of the owners of the companies. And I've asked him like several times, like, Hey, why didn't you tell me? Like, I've asked you, like, if I had to worry about my job and here I am come the new year and you're letting me go. And he was just like, Jacqueline, you hate this job. He's like, I'm doing you a favor by letting you go. And of course, when you're in the moment of it, you're just so pissed off. But then fast forward a few months after that, I was like, holy shit, he's right. And so I ended up going into teaching yoga and fitness classes full time right after that. And um, that was in 20, 2019, I believe, is when that whole journey of like, oh, Yes, really listening to what I truly am passionate about and not just hopping into another job just to make that salary paycheck. And because I took quite the hit in earnings, like I was making almost half the amount less <laughs> by hopping into the health and wellness industry. But I was like, I would rather be happy doing what I love than making a shit ton of money working this miserable job, you know? That's really powerful. And I think that often we all get sucked into the money, but at the end of the day, like money can help you buy happiness, but it doesn't get you happiness, you know? Um, mm. So, I mean, it's definitely a tool to help you get there, but unless you're truly happy with like your inner self, I don't think that you can ever truly be happy. And it sounds like your boss, like you said, at the moment, it kind of sucked. Like it, you're like, F you, this doesn't, this isn't helping me, but it actually was truly a gift because it allowed you to see like your true, your true calling. And yeah. so when you decided to make that transition from corporate um, and decide not to go back to that role, and now you're um, full-time yoga instructor and on your spiritual journey um, as a spiritual coach, I'm curious, like, did you have, like, what were the fears that you were facing um, as you made this decision because you were cutting your, your salary in half? Am I going to be good enough? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, am I going to be able to support the life that I actually want to live? I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm not a very materialistic person, but I do like to be comfortable and live in a comfortable place. Um, 
am I going to be able to do it? You know, just like everybody else's fear. And it was just getting over the mindset of like what everybody else thought that like you should do. Like now that I'm thinking about it, it's just so crazy because people are always so worried about the future, right? They're like, what if I don't have enough money to do this? What if it sucks? What if I, I fail? What if, what if, what if, but it's like, but what if it did work? You know? So that's what kept me going forward of like, if I fail, cool. Like it's a learning lesson at the end of the day. But like, if I don't do this right now, then like, when will I ever do it? And what do I have to lose? I'm like, this is the number one thing that is driving my life right now is, is this and my happiness. So I'm just going to get over the fear of what everybody else thinks that I should do and fail forward. You know, there's that quote where it's like, continue to fail forward because that is what the journey is about. The journey isn't about like getting that big time role and building this big time company. No, it's about the, the struggles and the hardships and the ways and the ups and downs. So you're able to tell those stories of like, holy shit, like, and this is everything that I had to get to in order to like get to this point. Like I'm amazing, you know? And it's just like patting your back and your shoulders like throughout the whole entire way because like that is what makes it worth it is reflecting on how far you've come and what you got through. For sure. And like, I know you mentioned having like that outside influence and really just letting go of all of that. What, uh, besides that, what kind of other struggles did you have to face along the way? And maybe like, what kind of things did you have to let go of in order to support your new lifestyle? If we're being honest, I'm still on this mental health, uh, healing journey. Um, I've just like, we all have, we've all suffered our own, amount of trauma or struggles, however you want to put the definition of trauma. Like it's anything that has hindered the way you see life and protect yourself and like move forward. And I've had some crazy ass shit happen to me (laughs) or just like happen for me, I guess, to, to make me the way I am today, but like healing along the way, but also, um, moving past those limited beliefs or just those ancestral patterns. Um, that have been in effect for years and years and years and have just been passed down from one cell to the other. And knowing that like, shit, this is going to be hard work. And like my family believes one way, but I'm making that conscious decision to truly do something the complete different way. Um, that is honestly what kept me going. Like I, one, not only wanted to prove to them, but like two, I wanted to prove to me that like I can do things differently and I want to be remembered as that woman who does things differently, despite all of their mental health, quote unquote, issues that they're dealing with, because I've always suffered really bad anxiety and depression since I was a kid, like shit, I broke out in hives when I was four for like five years straight, because I was an anxious child, but it was diagnosed as I was just allergic to laundry detergent. It's like, no, like my needs were not being met by my parents. And, um, that's, that was hard you know, of always second guessing myself and worrying about what other people were thinking because my anxiety was constantly being triggered like left and right. So how have your parents been involved and supported your journey um, despite going against the traditional pathing, quote unquote, traditional? Um, You know, that's one of the toughest, toughest parts about this journey is um, 
they're not really 100%. <laughs> they're not really supportive. Um, I'm currently not even like, I don't even have that great of a relationship with my parents right now. It's like, um, because they don't, I don't want to say they don't believe in me, but I think they're just scared for me. So they're, they're living in these limiting beliefs and these patterns. And that's all they can see because that's what they were taught. And for me, I'm making that conscious choice to heal things that they're refusing to heal. And, um, yeah, but it also got to a point too, where, you know, how parents are, they always want to try to control their, their, um, kids and tell them what they should do, what they shouldn't do. But it just got to a point where I literally had to stand up to them and be like, thank you, but I'm going to do whatever the F I want to do, regardless if you are accepting of it or not. <laughs> and so I think that eased the acceptance of my journey and what I'm doing a little bit more. They just finally had to accept and, and to let go that like, I'm going to fuck up and move forward with, with or without their acceptance or their guidance. So. Yeah. And I think that's such a powerful moment in your life. I know um, my parents are the most supportive people in my life too, and but they do have opinions. And I think um, you are different people at the end of the day. They want the best for you no matter what, um, but sometimes only you know what's best for you. And I think that you've taken that upon yourself to really let them know that this is who you are and this is the journey that you're on. And um, I'm sure that's just coming from a place of truly wanting you to be uh, comfortable and living the best life possible, which you are. So, um, it's just your own version. It just might not yeah. be what they had originally thought of for yourself. Um, but mm -hmm. it's interesting. You're talking about the spiritual healing, even before we, we hit record today, you were talking about, um, even just going on this spiritual journey that you're on. And, and even last night running into an old friend, um, to do, to work on some spiritual healing with that individual. So, um, in the, in the topic of this spiritual journey, I'd love to just understand kind of what this, what this means for you and what it's looking like. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for asking. And even, um, coming from a place of an open heart and an open mind um, because there's several people that I come in contact with are, who are not that way. So I just want to say thank you for just being intrigued and, and asking. Uh, but I think how it all started, um, I mean, it's, it's not like all of a sudden, like a month ago, I was like, I'm going to explore my spiritual self because it's Honestly, like my spiritual awakening almost happened when I left New Orleans to go to San Francisco to California. But um, my whole life, I've had this idea, which I'm sure a lot of you can relate to, is that our physical body is different than our mind, like our mental headspace, and then and then also the aspect of like we're a spiritual being is completely different. Or it's totally not even aligned and it wasn't until this past couple of years you know, thankfully um I'm actually thankful for the panini press that is what I'm going to call it <laughs> the, the pandemic you know what I mean but it really helped me change my perception of things of like okay I have the physical aspect on point like I've always been an active person playing sports you know been teaching the yoga movement of everything um, but I was realizing, I was like, no, I'm still avoiding what's going on mentally. 
And so I was like, okay, I'm going to embark on my meditation, my mindfulness journey. So then I went from having moving meditation to an important part of my life to know just like being in stillness to allow the thoughts to come through and just to acknowledge like things that I had been suppressing. So that was huge. But then the ultimate kicker was like the more, the deeper I got into meditation and mindfulness, the more I got connected with my higher self. And I was like, what in the actual shit? Like I, I've been missing out on this, like my whole entire life and understanding that like your higher self is actually connected to your physical body. So like your gut, your intuition is how, you know, you're tapping into that. And I also did not believe that I was spiritual. Like everybody else is like, yeah, Jack's like, you are 100% a spiritual being. And I'm like, what? Because I thought like religion and spirituality were the same thing because like religion is like a construct, you know, of spirituality, but really it's just spirituality is an all encompassing umbrella. And there's just religion under it because religions were made by man to have control over people. That's what I believe. But like, not all saying this, I realized too, that my anxiety and my depression was also associated with the understanding that I'm a spiritual being. Like I didn't believe in spirituality until I realized like, no, it's actually all connected. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I and mean, the, the fact of like the road trip, spiritual pilgrimage, there was just the more and more I meditated, the more I got into listening to the signs of the universe. Um, the more I was like, I need to go on this journey. I have no idea what it's going to look like. I have no idea how the heck I'm going to fund the shit out of this. And it was just this inner knowing that there's something more for me out there and that I had to truly get through some deep, deep healing, uh, but also some fears to move forward with the next almost like rebirth of my life since. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's a long winded question or answer. No, it's, it's perfect. And you, you mentioned like how you were going to fund that trip and um, you and I actually had a really cool experience. Um, was it two weeks ago at this point where you actually did a tarot reading for me? And um, because you are on this journey and you're no longer in a studio teaching yoga at this point because you're literally on the road um, right now. So tell me a little bit more how you are funding this trip. Yeah, great question. So something into the spirituality of stepping into my true, true self is the understanding that I've always been an intuitive being, uh, more so than other people because of when I was born and also like family history. And, um, I got into reading tarot and tarot. Some people have like a, a negative connotation on it, but really it's just become a mirror to people's subconscious and a mirror to people's lives of like, things that have happened in their past, what's going on in their present and things that they may need to change, adjust or um, realign, like moving forward to help them really step onto their soul's journey. So I started doing this just as like an extra on top of like teaching people yoga, fitness and like life coaching. And it was just the, the last like push for someone to understand what they needed to do to make a change in their life. And because it's like technically tarot cards I can do without it, like helping people understand like their limiting beliefs and their fears and et cetera. But, um, 
so many people were so um, resistant to doing virtual yoga. Like I was having clients in person and I wanted to continue to teach that. But what I, I realized down the road is this spiritual journey of mine is also an opportunity for me to step into my light of acknowledging that I have this gift to be able to help people understand what may be blocked in their life. So it took getting over my ego, like understanding that like, it's okay to promote yourself. So I think you were the actually one of the first ones that helped me get over the fact of how I want to make money. Cause I had a vision of like, okay, I'm going to do tarot readings, these spiritual chats with people. And I just still couldn't get over it. But then I remember you asking me like, how can we support you on this trip? And really I wanted to make a joke and be like, LOL gas money because the gas right now is so expensive. But I was like, no, like how do I truly want to impact other people's lives? And I was like, Oh, tarot. I'm really able to help others see things differently through tarot readings. And so that's when I had approached you and I was like, were you interested in a spiritual chat? And because of you, I don't even think I, I've told you this, but because you told me, yes, it gave me more inspiration and motivation in myself um, to actually put myself out there to help others in this completely different way than I had been. And so um I basically have been reaching out to friends, family, or people that are just following me on social media and telling them like, Hey, I'm on this journey. I would love for you to support me. And here are three different ways you can support me. And it's one doing a reading with me Two, I just created this amazing guidebook, which helps you energetically get aligned with you. And I made it, um, it's like a PDF and I made it donation based. So people have been donating to that. Um, and then also people just like supporting my info or sharing um, my information to others. So through spiritual readings and donations is basically what is funding this trip ultimately. That's amazing. And we'll make sure to put all of that in the show notes so people can, yeah. can continue to support your journey um, as you um, continue. I don't know how, how long do you plan on making this or do you have an idea at all? So I said three months, but We'll see <laughs> how long I go for it. We're about a month and a half in. And then where, where will you call home after this? That is a million dollar question right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Austin, but I don't know. Um, you know, cause I was living in Austin before I moved back home to New Orleans before embarking on this journey. But um, yeah, I'm just going to say Austin, but literally it's just a great reminder of like, you can have a set plan of like what you want to do, but it literally always changes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going with the flow of life right now and we'll see where universe wants to take me next. I love it. Just truly listening to your intuition and doing what is best for you and really just taking out all the outside noise and doing what's best for Jax. Um, so I think that's really inspiring. Again, I've been really inspired by your story throughout this entire journey. Um, but um, because we have a lot of entrepreneurs that are going to be listening to this, I'm curious, what kind of advice do you have for someone that's just starting out? That is such a great question. Um, you know, find someone that you are inspired by who has done something similar. Um, continue to network and put yourself out there to get I don't want to say free advice, but it kind of is free advice of like, you know, 
surrounding yourself by others that um, see a similar vision as you and then asking questions, always asking questions of like what you should do in order to be successful. But at the end of the day, it's going to be your responsibility to discern okay, what is actually going to apply to you and your journey in the moment and then leave the rest behind? Because yes, it's important to ask for help and get guidance from like a bunch of other people, but then it comes to another point where there's, people are going to be throwing way too much at you. And you're like, this doesn't have anything to do with like what I want to do. And so it's, you have to stay rooted in your truth and in your why of why you started or why you want to start your business if you haven't started yet. Um, and just take notes like along the way and apply, take, what's that saying? It's like, take what resides with you, leave the rest or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that is definitely my number one, um, tip. And then also I just mentioned it too, of anytime you start to doubt yourself, come back to the why of why you wanted to do it because under the stress and the fears and the judgments of others, sometimes you'll lose track of why you started in the first place. But if you have it written somewhere or if you can, you know, check yourself and repeat it out loud, you will continue to move forward undoubtedly every single time. That's beautiful. Thank you. I think that's a great place for us to end. So if you don't mind sharing where everyone can find you, where they can download your, your guides and work with you to be able to support this journey and beyond, um, just give us it all. Yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, the number one social media platform that I'm on is Instagram. So you can follow my personal page. That's where I'm really posting about my spiritual journey is Jacqueline Hurst. And it's kind of annoying because I have a lot of periods in there, but it's J-A-C- period, Q-U-E, period, <laughs> L-I-N-E, period, Hearst. And I'm sure Megan will, will drop it in the, the show notes. But, um, and then also you can follow my business's page, which is called The Invitation. And that is the dot, and the same thing, anytime it's like invitation, you're going to put a period in between it. And um, you can just go on the link in my bio for both the personal and the business page. And there is the link for you to download the PDF. I think it's a, I don't know, 10 to 12 pages. It's free currently right now, um, but I would love, love for you to donate for anything that feels energetically right. And yeah, you just shoot me a DM on Instagram and say, hey, I'm like, I love talking with people and sharing my journey and helping others on there. So please reach out at any time and don't feel, don't feel shy. Now, where can they give donations? Do you have a direct yes. Venmo? Venmo, Venmo. So it, the directions are on the link. Um, so if they download the link on um, the, the link in the bio, it'll have it in there, but Venmo says the underscore invitation. Um, and if that doesn't work, then, you know, there's Zelle or PayPal, that kind of thing. But we take it all. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Zach, absolutely. this has been so much fun. You just made my birthday um, like a thousand times better. So thank you for not only making my birthday a wonderful one, but also being my first podcast. So I um, can't wait to continue looking and not looking, but really just being a part of your journey through social media and getting all the fun updates along the way. Um, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Happy birthday. Enjoy the heck out of your birthday after this and this weekend. You deserve it. And I just want to say congrats and I am so proud of you. So 
Um, keep moving forward, keep doing you. And I'm just so excited to see where this series, this podcast goes. It's going to be amazing. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Self Starter Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date on the latest content. Want even more? Be sure to head to selfstarter.com. And remember, start today for you, start today for her, and become a self-starter. See you next time.